You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. The opinions expressed on this webmasterradio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of webmasterradio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of webmasterradio.fm is prohibited. Welcome to Webcology. Webcology is the show that takes you into the deepest and darkest ends of the ecosystem on the internet. Our guides will take you on a journey into web marketing and bring you the experts and the information so that you can further explore the web marketing world. Now, here are the hosts of Webcology, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Everyone, welcome to Webcology here on Web. Masterradio.fm. It's Thursday, October the 21st. And, uh, well, we have Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media. And I'm afraid Dave Davies can't join us today because he's got some accountant work to do. Um, he seems to be swamped behind his desk under a mountain of paperwork. And, um, you know, for that, Dave, I feel terrible for you. But we have the uh, ever extraordinary Brasco sitting in the producer's chair and sitting behind the microphone down there and uh, Webmaster Radio Central in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Brasco, how you doing, brother? <laughs> oh, no, hold your applause, please. No, no, please, please. Wow. No, no, that's too kind. Uh, Jim, I'm wonderful. How are you? Well, obviously not nearly as amazing as you are. <laughs> Man, you, guys, you guys down there at the studio must be going nuts. You have a massive convention coming up in the next, uh, in well, month and a half from now. Um, AFCON 2010, the winter edition, December 8th to 10th in Miami, Florida, at the uh, the Fairmont in uh, in Miami. How, how are you coping? I'll tell you what, um, 
we are now doing some work. Uh, we, we've got an additional help, let's just say, that are help, now helping out with the event. The speakers are getting brought together. Keynotes are getting planned. Some great events are getting put together. I mean, can I tell you, there's, you know, the way things are going to be set up for sponsors and exhibitors to be out there. You know, the plan is, is that if you take a look at the resort, it's a beautiful place. It's tropical. It has what a beautiful surrounding and the plan is that, you know, Darren and Brandy are planning to use AFCON. They're going to use the resort and use every possible amenity to really just take advantage of the entire facility, from the golf courses to the pool side to the ballrooms to, you know, the banquet halls. Everything in between, they're going to plan to use it and make something big out of it. And it's, it's a you know, I think not to mention this is in our backyard, the fact it's in South Florida, it's just all an advantage to us. And, um... The one thing they've been doing, you know, that's going to also be really interesting is, um, you know, if this is not your run of the muck, I mean, you're going to have a lot of different, a wide variety of affiliate marketers that are going to be coming down here. And one thing that we've been doing as an initiative is, um, you know, just like uh, they do in Colorado, they're hitting up now local um, local area events that are going on down here in South Florida, spreading the word about AFCON, bringing in some new fresh talented individuals coming to the show as well and they're going to get a taste of affiliate marketing for the first time or they're going to get to broaden their horizons well you know speaking of talented individuals i'm looking at the speaker list right now and it uh well you know it's the usual who's who of the affiliate marketing sector but uh there's a couple names on here that uh you know that that, that just sort of gave me pause and raised my eyebrows you have ross dunn ceo of stepforth coming down um co-host of SEO 101 on Webmaster Radio, and uh, he and John are going to be doing uh, live radio from right on site. Yeah, you know, I'm going to take credit. I actually pro- I, I approached Ross and John of that idea. I knew John was already going to be, was amped and ready to go and do another uh, event here on here. And, you know, Ross, you know, the show, first of all, the SEO 101 show has been doing so well. And, you know, Ross and John are always looking for new ways to market the show, this was something that I knew that we had that was a resource and said, you know what? We should have you guys speak in an event. Let's do a live on-stage event and let the affiliate marketers get an exposure to you. And the same thing goes, you know, we can also repurpose this as a podcast as well. So you're going to get that out there, a way to go and get them together. I mean, you know, Ross is in the middle of the, you know, the, we were talking off here before. Ross has some of his, you know, legs in affiliate marketing. He's been in that space before. And the chance, you know, SEO obviously even dave you know is not here to talk about it he's talking about how much of an advantage it is to talk to affiliate marketers out there that need seo help that's why there's always seo sessions at afcon you know the idea of having this session where q a's out there this is good this is good on all in all aspects well yeah you know ross dunn and john Carecut, uh both amazing fellows great guys excellent seos um yeah. tim ash CEO of SiteTuners, the landing page optimization guy, and uh, obviously pertinent to the affiliate industry. Uh, the new great find for Webmaster Radio, Mike O'Neill, uh, <coughs> uh, Mr. LinkedIn expert, and just uh, him and his partner, Lori Ruff. Incredible, yeah. incredible balls of energy. You know, and I'll tell you what, that was also a testament to some of the people that actually helped us out in recruiting talent and recruiting speakers for last year. And I would want to say that Anita Edge probably was responsible for bringing us Mike O'Neill and Roy Ruff. And wow. You know, you're bringing them up also comes to the fact that, you know, we're not just bringing on speakers that are just people that we know. 
everybody is based on their merit, on their on their merit, on what they've been able to accomplish. So every time you come to the show, there will be new new faces that come up to speak. But you're gonna always get some faces that are like, you know, they're active, they're very impressive, very accomplished, and you know, they are um, advanced, advanced in their space. They're important to listen to. Every every session is important, so it's a matter of taking advantage of it while it's down here, and it's going to be you know the speaker list is, is is impressive, and I'm I'm not here to go ahead and you know I'm not getting paid to say anything about it. So the fact of the matter is, it's a great speaker lineup, it's a great setup of sessions, and it changes, and it goes on speaker it goes on feedback of our of the attendees, and people that come to the shows and people that want to come to the shows, you know we're catering to them. Well, I want to drop another couple speakers' names into into the chat before uh, before moving on and announcing who our guests are uh, coming up later the, later in the show. Um, John Andrews, Joel Calm, James Martell, uh, the ever wonderful Jillian Musig, SEO mom, uh, David Satella, the PPC rock star. Um, of course, SE guru Darren Babin's going to be there. You got uh, Bennett Kelly. Uh, if he hasn't written a book on it yet, he may as well. The book on internet law, yeah. And uh, you know Byron White, I love, I love Byron. I'm. This is the first Afcon I'm not going to be able to attend, and I'm telling you, I'm uh, loving how things are turning out in my life. Sorry that I'm not able to make it down to, to South Florida for uh, for the show uh, December eighth to tenth. But I'm telling you, you know what? If you, I know how you'd be, Jim. I mean, if you really could make it here, you would. I know that's not that's not even a, a, a something to question on. I know you'd come if you could. You know, I got I have the same problem with SES Chicago. I'm not there right now, although uh, my business partner yeah. Lindsey Walker is there. Um, and uh, gonna have the same problem with uh, with PubCon. I don't think I'm officially attending. Although again, business partners uh, Lindsey Walker and Anna Connect are attending. Yeah. You know, I don't know why I didn't do this business partner thing a long time ago because you know how we travel so much and it just grinds on your body and grinds on your soul and I'm feeling so relaxed and so mellow and like I don't have to be in a million places at the same time. Yeah, but Jim, you know what? It also comes down to the fact that you know, you took time you, you took a lot of time and you, you weighed relationships that you had with certain people because you're going to start up digital always. You're not going to bring up just anybody. Like you, you know, Alan and, and Lindsay, I'm pretty sure you have a long track record with. So you're not going to just, you know, for, for you to go and decide to go and do your own venture and do this, you know, you wanted to take some time and really put some real thinking into it before you started it. Well, I mean, Alan is uh, is an analytics master. He's one of the uh, he's, he flies under the radar screen, but he's been in the he's been in the business for fifteen years. Um, technology and is known as one of the uh, the pioneers of of uh, search and web marketing analytics. And Lindsay Walker, I mean, everyone knows uh, Lynn's SEO. Uh, and uh, I mean, like seriously, George, let's face it, uh, we owe her a job, right? <laughs> it was your radio show, and she made yeah. the appearance. That's right. Uh, a couple of years ago, when uh, when I was at, when I was living in Florida, uh, Lindsay came on Webcology, and uh, I guess she hadn't checked it out with um, with the PR department at the uh, major airline she worked with before coming on the show. And uh, yeah, I feel a smidgen of guilt around that. Although you know that's. There is the fact that she put her own hand in that mousetrap. But 
everything works out the way it works out, and um, ever I'm really pleased to be doing business with uh, with Lindsay and Alan. But they're not coming on the show later today. On the show later today is Garrett French and Ben Willis of uh, new link building and link analysis uh, firm on Tolo. They've just released a fairly major piece of software. They're going to be coming on to talk about it. But before they do, as usual, there's been the usual hilarity and weirdness in the uh, in the tech news. And that link you sent me first thing this morning, Brasco. Yeah, you like that, huh? It, mouth drops, hits the chest. Uh, don't be evil. That's what they say. Don't be evil, um, and avoid paying taxes as much as humanly possible. So. First, first email I get this morning is an uh, email from uh, from Brasco, and it reads, in case you haven't seen this yet, story from Bloomberg News, and I'm about to drop the URL into the chat room, Google, 2.4% rate shows how 60 billion lost to tax loopholes. Now, it isn't that Google has avoided spent uh, $60 billion in taxes, in fact, this loophole saved them over the last over the last couple of over the last three years, saves them three point one billion in taxes. It's a technique uh, known as the double Irish or the Dutch sandwich. Um, Google has uh, offices in most major countries. Um, its second largest office is in is in Dublin, Ireland. It also has a uh, office space in Amsterdam, and so it's able to show international profits on the books of countries that have lower corporate tax rates, moving those profits out of the United States into Ireland, over to the Netherlands, and then dumping them on some Caribbean island like Bermuda. In doing this, it's able to avoid paying a much higher corporate tax rate. The, the uh, corporate tax rate in the United States is 35%. The corporate tax rate in Ireland is, well, close to nil. So Google has been able to avoid paying a huge amount, a huge amount of taxes that, well, it hasn't broken the law at all. It's Google, ha Google has is just doing... Um, standard accounting procedures that many international corporations uh, based both in the United States Canada, or in the United States, Canada and you know many Western countries, if they're a global corporation they have the ability and I guess the right to income shift but you know when facing a multi-trillion dollar deficit um, you'd think that uh, DC might be a little bit interested in how in uh, recovering or at least talking about recovering some of these monies. That's three point one billion with a B dollars avoided in taxes. Brasco, I know you're all for for corporate rights and stuff. What do you think about this? Look, if they're trying to stay themselves within the law, I mean, there's nothing that Eric Schmidt or Google hasn't done that's out of line has to follow the uh, of which and this is going back you know before you know even before george w george w bush or before president obama so there's nothing about a partisan issue with this this is just neglect on the on the bar or part of the uh, government well it could be considered neglect it could also be considered a way to support american corporations that do create a uh 
large number of jobs, and those jobs do generate a significant uh, amount of income tax. They make a, gr- a, a huge impact on the stock market. Mm-hmm. Um, it's an important company. I mean, it's it's a tech stock. It's a tech company that is, you know, it's it, to our society it's important. I mean, what other? How many other Fortune 500 companies are there that can even compare to Google? Well, you know, it's it's hard to compare anything to Google. Did you, did you hear about Google's uh, new experiment with self-driving cars? No. Google has a car that is now able to guide itself around using Google Maps. Uh, hopefully very accurate GPS and um, hopefully very accurate um, it's able to sense uh, vehicles or other objects within um, uh, I believe uh, 50 feet of the of the moving vehicle and able to take you know corrective and corrective steering action in case of uh, well in case of an imminent crash but uh, it's hard to compare any company in the world with uh, a company as innovative and powerful as Google. So, no, they're not doing anything illegal on many levels. They're not even doing anything unethical. However, $3.1 billion out of the federal coffers, that's, uh, that's not chicken scratch. That's a great deal of cash. And nobody's been talking about it. Nobody's even... even thought to even do an audit and even ask about it. I mean, well, that's the other thing. I mean, have there, haven't there been any IRS audits that would uh, kind of, you know, bring that up? That would people wouldn't, might even just kind of notice? You know, I think I think if the IRS were to hire a division to audit the tech firms, that would be one of the greatest employment uh, <laughs> employment generators in uh, for people with uh, with their with uh, for CPAs and and other accountants. Um, yeah, that would that would be a whole new building built in DC just to just to audit the tech world. Because what does that what does that also tell you about the fact that the government would rather go ahead and make sure they can re- retain revenue from brick and mortar companies and not approach those high tech companies as of yet? They haven't even gone into that direction. They'd rather go after you know car companies, banks, financial institutions. Not tech. Well, I don't know. I mean, I was uh, I was looking at Bank of America's uh, statement the other day, um, being a being a Bank of America customer myself, um, and uh, I noticed that they lost um, 1.2 billion dollars in the third quarter. Google, on the other hand, just came out with a corporate statement that showed them making over 20 billion dollars. Um, so one company is generating a huge amount of revenue. Another, that's actually in charge of taking care of money, is losing a huge amount of revenue. And, and I think with some of the financial institutions, there's just not a lot to go after right now. And, I mean, let's, uh, let's look at the bottom line here. We need stability in the financial sector. Um, we don't need the government coming down uh, really hard on them and taking money away from them. Although, um, you know, where I'm coming from, a little more regulation would be... Uh, probably useful to all of us, um, at least prevent uh, potential end-of-the-world catastrophes from happening again. Um, but I'm one who, I, I, I do believe that that corporations create jobs, jobs alleviate poverty, They uh, jobs create uh, income tax on a state or federal level, and um, that, you know, 
more jobs, more common good. Um, no matter what side of the political spectrum one's on, you, that, that, that's just self-evident, right? Yeah. I'd like to go to break in just a moment, but before we do, there is one other story. Speaking of, uh, you know, a uh, little bit of politics, this, this is a fun one. You remember Meg Whitman, uh, former CEO of eBay? Yeah. She's, uh, she's running for governor of California. She's running against um, former governor and, uh, well, she's running against Jerry Brown. Um, <laughs> <laughs> saying Jerry Brown makes me, makes me think Yahoo. For some reason, I just want to start laughing, and I don't know exactly why. It just sort of <laughs> comes up that way. Anyway, um, Meg Whitman, former CEO of eBay, obviously uh, tech-savvy. Well, she sent out a tweet, um, which was supposed to link to an endorsement from the San Diego County Deputy Sheriff's Association. The tweet would have read, SD County Sheriff Association says, at Whitman 2010 for Gov, RT. Now, she sent this tweet out, but she sent out uh, somehow the bit.ly URL shortening service. Either they messed up the shortened URL or her campaign manager, Sarah Pompey, who actually sent the tweet out, messed it up. And I'm dropping the shortened URL into the chat room right now. And when we go to break, I urge our listeners to, uh, to, to, to bring it up. We'll play a little bit after coming back from break. But this is one of those things that you really have to see. Hearing it doesn't quite do it. Friends, you're, lis- you're listening to Webcology here on webmasterradio.fm. It's 22 minutes past the hour. We're going to be taking a short break. This is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media and the extraordinary Brasco, producer extraordinaire at webmasterradio.fm. Stay tuned. We're co- we'll be coming back after these messages. Sit tight and don't move. Webcology will be back after this short break. Our clients have earned over $1 billion. Now it's your turn. With over 20,000 products to promote across a huge variety of niches, ClickBank provides countless ways for any affiliate to make money. You can promote any product immediately. No contracts required. Looking for recurring commissions? Upsell products? ClickBank's got them. And best of all, you can make up to 75% commissions. Ready to become the next ClickBank success story? Sign up now for free at ClickBank.com. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics. So you know their SEO experts, but did you know they can help you with PBC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. $250,000 in cash prizes and all year long revenue share is what you can win when you enter the 2010 Internet Marketing World Cup competition. All competitors are rigorously screened to ensure the best competition and the best possible results. Before you tell others how to make it work for them, prove that your system actually works. 
Build your reputation in the competition that puts your system to the test and proves you are the best of the best. Sign up at www.internetmarketingworldcup.com. That's www.internetmarketingworldcup.com. Registration ends soon, so put your system to the test today. It's time to start jamming and spamming again with the princes of PageRank, the heroes of HTML, the sultans of surf, SEO rock stars, Tuesdays at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, only on webmasterradio.fm. Commercials off. Now back to Webcology, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey everyone, welcome back to Web to Webcology here on WebmasterRadio.fm. It's now 25 minutes past the hour, and uh, it's Jim Hedger with Digital Always Media and uh, Brasco filling in for Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEO. Brasco, you remember how last week we were talking about how Bing and Facebook had signed a deal where um, Bing would be showing the likes of your friends beside uh, certain search results? Yes, I do. Well, it seems that Google has come out with a similar announcement. Google is going to be showing how many users shared information about a link that comes up in, under uh, news searches. Uh, I was reading this in Search Engine Watch this morning, um, and I guess the example used, of course, was about SES Chicago. Um, do a search for, you know, anything pertinent in the news right now. Um, I'd suggest something that's uh, a ongoing event or something in the entertainment area, because you know, that's what people on, on Facebook tend to share a lot. And you might just see, beside the number of related articles um, in news search, how many Facebook users shared a link regarding that, that uh, news event. So, the recommendation bandwagon. There was a, a piece in WebPro News uh, last week, uh, written by, by WebPro publisher Richard Ord, asking, are social recommendations becoming the new links? Um, looking at links as a, as a, a factor in, uh, in uh, page rank. Um, I just got a message from Garrett that he and Ben are, in fact, online. That's a bit of a relief. <laughs> um, so, yeah, are, are social recommendations becoming a new ranking factor, much like links were in Google's, uh, in Google's algorithm? How, how are you using social media, Brasco? Are you, uh, are, you share a lot of stuff. You post, you post uh, information about the, the shows that are coming up all the time. I know that you're a heavy Twitter user as well. Um, when you're doing this, are you thinking about site rankings? Or are you just trying to drive traffic across, across uh, the Webmaster Radio domain? Well, for the radio network, it's about trying to put right keywords and right information that's going to just... Putting in, you know, that first 100 characters in a Twitter message, I'm just trying to put out something that's going to just say, hey... What is this about? You know, it's almost like a news headline. It's just trying to again spark and tease interest for somebody to click on the link I'm putting out there. And you know, for myself, sometimes and I, 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 if I had more time, I would do it. You know, I would put out more for myself to go ahead and um, 
you know, put more personal information for myself. I mean, I have a phone that I can do it with, but I never think of doing it. I haven't got myself programmed to say anytime something's going on or something I want to show, I should talk about it on Facebook. I haven't gotten to that point yet personally, but I take so much of what I can do when it comes to using social media, using the Facebook pages that we have, but what I also take more out of it is reading information on everybody and anything that's going on in, in our industry or people that I know, I'm reading the Facebook feeds. The news feeds, I'm reading that as several times a day. Well, you know, you just offered up on a silver platter the most incredible segue for me. Not only are you reading about stuff that's happening in other people's news feeds and uh, getting a great deal of information on folks in the industry from the Facebook pages, but... Uh, Earlier this week, a scandal broke around Facebook and game application or application makers. Not not just games, but you know, poll polls, surveys, um, other forms of file sharing. In that, well, are you signed up with uh, with many Facebook applications, Brasco? No, I never got myself in the in doing uh, applications. Just not enough time to maintain. I'm having enough trouble trying to set up my fantasy football lineups every week. <laughs> it's true. Well, if you were to put that, if you were to put that information into your newsfeed, and you had signed up for uh, a social or a Facebook application that um, involved uh, NFL pools or uh, NFL uh, predictions, the application maker would likely be able to draw all the information about your account and in many cases all the information about your friends accounts into its databases this is where dave has brought up actually this is where dave talked about last week about you know when it comes to privacy about how much information he puts out personally of himself where he's kind of tried to avoid using facebook in that respect well and that may well be very wise although you gotta you gotta wonder uh, what marketing companies are doing with this information. But as it turns out, several application makers have seriously crossed Facebook's own privacy guidelines and privacy boundaries and taken information from private users, sliced and diced it in a whole bunch of different ways, and sold it to marketing companies. Those marketing companies are using that information to target advertising and uh, you know build individual consumer profile dossiers. There's uh, several reasons to be worried about this. There's several reasons just not to care about it. Um, But for those who are very concerned about privacy and uh, privacy issues, you might want to check your privacy settings in relation to the various Facebook applications you've signed up for. Um, To Facebook's credit, they are allowing individuals an enormous amount of latitude when it comes to setting their own privacy settings. Um, Actually, over at the Digital Always blog, in uh, I'm guessing within the next 24 hours, there's actually going to be, I'm going to be writing a blog post um, outlining some of of the ways that that consumers can protect themselves or Facebook users can, can protect themselves. But if you notice that your favorite application just suddenly disappeared earlier this week, that's because Facebook took the well, like the extraordinary corrective measure of shutting them off. Um, so again, many of these applications had stepped over the boundary line, and that's something that 
that social media users, Facebook users, should seriously watch out for because, well, you thought you had your privacy... I thought I had my privacy settings set properly, and it was pointed out to me how, well, how grievously wrong I was in, uh, in my assumption that, that, uh, that I had it together. And actually, my girlfriend is making herself into, uh, well, a very strong personal advocate for uh, her own personal privacy. And I got to tell you, I'm learning stuff that I, I had no idea you could do this with Facebook. And, you know, I had no idea that the application makers would do this with, with personal information. But then again, as a... Uh, well, I'm not exactly sure who said it, but somebody very wise once said, nothing comes for free. These games come at a, at a cost. Free to play, but there's a price to everything. I just got messaged from Garrett French, um, who is our, our guest, coming up in a few minutes here on Webcology. Um, Brasco, I know you need a couple minutes to get uh, to get Garrett and Ben on Skype, so I think it would be a good time to take another break here take on, on Webcology. Sure. Uh, sorry for putting these two breaks so so close back to back, but we're coming back with Garrett French and Ben Willis from Ontolo. Link building just got easier, and Garrett and, and Ben are about to tell us why. This is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media. On behalf of Dave Davies and Absentia from Beanstalk SEO, um, you're listening to Webcology on webmasterradio.fm. We'll be back after these messages. Sit tight and don't move. Webcology. We'll be back after this short break. Are you happy with your landing page performance? Discover how to improve your landing page performance with ConversionCritic.com. Brought to you by Engine Ready. Turn your underperforming landing pages into cost-effective sales-producing machines. Be sure you're not wasting your precious PPC budget. Conversion Critic tools give you the ingredients to create high-converting landing pages. You don't have to be an expert to use Engine Ready's Conversion Critic tools, but you'll feel like a landing page pro. Take the guesswork out of increasing your conversion rate. Visit ConversionCritic.com and boost your conversion rate for free. That's www.ConversionCritic.com. If you're looking for a new multifaceted SEO and social media tool set look for the raven raven has the important tools that every internet marketer needs raven offers customized metrics for managing link building campaigns social media campaigns with campaign reporting and research tools that you can easily manage build up campaign performance for your clients and give your team the tools that will make them soar if you want to increase your internet marketing revenue look for the raven Go to raventools.com. That's raventools.com. Hi, this is Joel Tom. I want to take a moment to tell you about a revolutionary new theme for WordPress that's going to change the way you make websites. It's called the Socrates theme, and it is the number one WordPress product on ClickBank. You can see it in action right now at SocratesTheme.com. The Socrates theme has a ton of options for customizing your site, but what really makes it stand out is the ability to monetize your site instantly just by entering your ClickBank or AdSense IDs right inside the theme. That's right, there's no plugins needed. Go check it out now at SocratesTheme.com. State of Search, Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the International Marketing Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. 
commercials off. Now back to Webcology, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the third segment of Webcology here on webmasterradio.fm. It is 36 minutes past the hour. We're moving towards the top of the hour, and we have on the line... Garrett French, and we're soon to have uh, Ben Willis on the line, both from uh, the new link building service, Ontolo. Garrett, welcome to Webcology. Thank you. Thank you. Great to be here. Uh, brother, it is great to have you here. Um, I got to, you know, to before jumping into Ontolo, I got to say, I owe you a large part of my career. You were one of the first people to publish my writing um, eons and eons ago. Um, I always felt, a, as, a, as a publisher and editor, a huge amount of support from you, and I don't know if I ever had a chance to say in person thank you. So, Garrett, thank you. Well, uh, let me uh, also thank you. Um, you. You really helped out my readership, and you helped me out because I didn't have to do as much writing. <laughs> so <laughs> I absolutely appreciated your, uh, your help. And, and, you know, it's funny, but uh, I, I often um, look back in, on those times and, and realize uh, from that uh, – the importance of of paying attention to an audience and finding ways to educate that audience with people who are looking for more uh, looking for some publicity so uh, I, I see a lot of those kinds of um, relationships still bearing fruit today uh, you know audience education with content and that and that sort of thing and we do a lot of link building uh, in in that way also so it, it's that's where I, really I my roots in link building are are from seeing how that benefited you and my audience. Uh, so so yeah, it was a, definitely an important time for me. Well, it's amazing how things bring us full circle because now you've uh, just started a new link building service, Ontolo.com, and I just got a message from Studio that we have the CEO of Ontolo, uh, Ben Willis, on the line. Um, ben, welcome to Webcology. Hey, thank you guys. Appreciate it. So let's 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 dive right in, um, gentlemen. What is Ontolo? So, give so the, the, yeah, give them the thirty thousand, and then and I'll fill in any little uh, gaps that there might be. Sure. So, um, you know, Garrett and I have been doing SEO each since two thousand one, and we both worked with uh, with a company that, at its peak, had fourteen hundred clients, and uh, we just consistently ran into the problem of being able to scale a link building solution. And uh, so a couple years ago, we just decided, you know, we had, we had some good ideas and uh, put them together, started putting some, some, uh, some code around it and uh, developed an application that's, it's a, uh, it's a fully customizable link building solution. Uh, we don't do any sort of backlink analysis. It's all market research that, uh, that identifies link opportunities, categorizes them, scores them. You know, we crawl every single URL uh, we, we come up with, I think we come up with just over a hundred scores for every single link prospect that you can search on, um, across, uh, I, I think we analyze them several hundred different ways. So we just, in the end, we make it really easy to find very specific links for a link building campaign. Well, link building is obviously an essential part of SEO and there's a number of link building tools out there. The, sure. the pre-existing tools out there. You guys decided to build your own. What yep. was lacking in other tools that um, Ontolo? You know, what what gaps is Ontolo filling in? Yeah. So, so you know, when when before we started Ontolo, the 
whenever I was doing link prospecting and link building, I was just churning through backlink profiles. And the problem with churning through backlink profiles is it's a really bad way to figure out, you know, to, to get a pre-qualified list of link prospects. So there's, you don't, you don't have some key pieces like how relevant is this page to my keywords? Um, you know, how many outbound links does it have? How likely is it to link to somebody else? What kind of page is it? Is it a guest post? Is it a link directory? Uh, is it a blog post? Is it an advertising page, etc.? So what we saw as a way to classify and be able to search all of your link prospects so that when you're looking for a guest post on rock climbing in Utah, you can very quickly find exactly the opportunities that you're looking for rather than trying to go through a whole bunch of backlink profiles and, and maybe have a, a half a percent to a 3% conversion rate, which is, uh, which is what we were looking at before. This is a, well, there's a lot of change happening in the search marketing world, an uh, enormous amount of change happening in SEO, and you guys are bringing a new product to market. Um, what kind of, uh, how, how has your business plan had to change itself over the last uh, six months or even over the last three months as, as, you know, monumental changes are happening? Yeah, you know, the, the biggest thing is when we started, we, we've been taking on a lot of projects with, uh, with high-end clients. So, you know, we've got some Fortune 500 clients that we've worked with. And on those projects, we've really focused on executing the campaign in its entirety. And at the same time, using the tools as we were developing them to, to refine them and just make them uh, just just continue improving them based on the various needs of our clients. So we've, as as the application has gotten better, and as uh, as we've learned to scale that better and, and meet the needs of our clients through the through the application, we're we're sort of making this transition to from how do we serve the biggest link building needs in the in the market all the way down to you know how do we help anyone from that small business all the way to that agency that has a dozen or two dozen accounts, uh, you know, how, what's the best way that we can help them get to their link prospects faster so that they can become better link builders? Why, this may be a, a silly question, but why did you guys decide to build a commercial product? Had, had you built Ontolo uh, as an internal pro, uh, product and then decided, wow, this is really cool, we have to market this? or? Did you set out originally to, to build a uh, mass market tool? Um, you know, it was a little bit of both. When we, when we, um, I started working on putting the code together after I had been doing some link building consulting and executing some campaigns. So it, uh, for a few months there, it was, it grew out of some needs of our, of some consulting clients that I had. And then, uh, and then when Garrett came on board, once the once the product was to a point that we could sell it, uh, we, you know, we immediately, once we started Ontolo and started getting business as Ontolo, at that point we had a product that was uh, that was the the link research tool essentially the the tool set, uh, the first version of it, and so from the outset we did use it, and you know we've we knew that there was an opportunity for a web based link prospecting application that helps you get your links faster. 
Um, we just didn't know exactly what that looked like. So for the past couple of years, we've been we've been kind of navigating, refining what that looks like, and uh, and and what the market is open to. How many years has Antelo been in development? Uh, started developing. I started writing the first lines of code. Uh, I traveled for about six months. It was in Boston in July of two thousand and eight. Um, so that was those were the first lines of code, and we took on our first customers in December of that year. Well, you've got some incredible endorsements. Uh, one of the more ringing ones from Andy Beal, publisher of Marketing Pilgrim. Yeah. Um, how have what's what's been your marketing strategy? How have you how have you gotten the the word out there that that this tool exists? Well, first. Uh, that's, I mean, that's all Garrett. So I'm going to let him take this one. He's he's done he's done an amazing job of um, of really just boiling down link building, making it, it easy and digestible, taking a lot of these really complex uh, ideas and strategies and, and making them accessible to people. So I'll let I'll let him take that one. Absolutely. So um, the first uh, the first sort of objective was to you know lay a foundation of of uh, trust in the industry, which is uh, through through lots of guest publications, um, publishing articles at places like Search Engine Land, Search Engine Journal, just Search Engine Watch. You know, across the in all the in all the major uh, search engine publications, um, and, uh, and and just started really trying to. Um, be a be a hub for the link building uh, community. Essentially, we've we've been writing. I, I've been publishing uh, link building resource roundups uh, on a weekly and bi and sometimes biweekly basis, and just kind of watching and and trying to be sort of cheerleaders for the community, uh, you know, and for link building in general. And and, and so that laid laid a foundation of trust and, and relationships. And then uh, with that, uh, you know, at launch uh, last week. Uh, I did a number of interviews with folks to announce the launch, and, and that really helped uh, helped out with with getting the you know helping spread the word in in some high profile places. Really, so it's it's been a it's been a mixture of things, but certainly the starting point has been you know really working hard to um, help people think more powerfully about link building more effectively about link building. And I think that, and, and that's of course what the tool does as well. So, so it's, it's a, that is a natural, uh, a natural connection we have so, uh, from the, from the uh, sort of branding work, the content branding work that I've been doing, and then the actual uh, work that the tool does. Now, one of the hardest things about uh, starting a new business, especially in, in, uh, in an industry as competitive and as well populated as ours is figuring out, um, you know, how consumers are able to use a, a, a new product or service or tool and how to price it. And I noticed that um, Ontolo has a number of different plans in pricing. How did you guys go through that process? How did you figure out the best way to, uh, to price the product? So the, the pricing, you know, that's, that's an area that we've, I mean, we've discussed from day one. I mean, when I we've worked with a lot of people in the industry and, uh, there, there's some, some great people that, you know, they're just, they're behind the scenes, but they're fantastic SEOs. And, uh, when we first started pitching this in December of 2008, you know, we talked to some of them and said, this is, is what we have. Uh, this is what we want to sell it at. And they all said it's too expensive. And, uh, what we, what we wanted to do is, is 
We wanted to compete based on value. There's so much price competition in the market at this point. So when somebody says you're too expensive, instead of saying, okay, let's drop our price, what we're trying to do is figure out, you know, okay, what additional value can we provide to this person so that this price point makes sense? We, um, the, the pricing strategy, is, it also falls into in line with our desire to, to really work with highly competitive link builders. Um, we think that that's actually a, a really underserved market. Um, there's a you can you can buy backlink profiles for a hundred bucks a a pop now. Actually, I think you can get them from Majestic for you know for dollars. And there's when when you have when you have a product that's priced at that point uh, of just a few dollars, it's diff, it's just really difficult to provide a lot of value there. So you know we wanted to we wanted to put together really what's the best link building application possible and uh and and what's the market willing to pay for that and uh and from the beginning you know it's it's been a bit slow growth and we still get people that say you know this is this is just too high of a price and and people aren't used to paying that much for for link building services what's interesting is that once people really sit down with the application and once they really see how it can be used for their link building campaigns then the question isn't price the question is you know, is this, do I even, do I need this, this much power for my campaign? And so when people do sign up, uh, they, they stick with us for a while. You know, it's, uh, we look at other markets and what their, you know, their, their customer life, uh, lifespan is. And, you know, we're, we're looking forward to, uh, to extending that out even further. So. Well, earlier, Ben, you said that the, that the application is built for, well, really businesses very small to, uh, you know, large, large scale projects. Um, what are some of the, the plans and, uh, and pricing? And I, I know that you could get into, into the most minute detail, but just it's a, sure. a thumbnail sketch. Um, what do you offer for small businesses and what do you offer for the largest corporations? Sure. So, so the, the pricing range at this point goes from $500 a month all the way up to uh, $3,500 a month, depending on if you're uh, – for, so for small businesses, for 500 bucks a month, what we do is we take – you input your keywords that you're trying to get ranked for, uh, as well as your research keywords and competitors, and we take everything from there. We go out uh, – oh, I'm sorry, and also your targeted link types if you're looking for guest posts or directories or, or what kind of links you're looking for. We do the research, we aggregate everything for you, and we do this every single day. So you log into your, your application, and we're finding, we're going out, we're doing the research, we're finding new link prospects and putting them into your database every day. So at this point, the distinction, the only distinction between our, our different service levels is the total number of URLs that you get. Um, we've had a lot of interest from agencies, anywhere from small agencies that might have you know, five or a half a dozen clients, all the way up to agencies with several hundred clients. So the next, the next stage of the business is is definitely fitting in line with the agency model and and serving that need. And then I think uh, next year, what we'll do is we'll look at we'll look at the product, we'll look at how it's it's being received, and see if there see what other what other sort of product differentiations we can make. And we've got we've got other APIs we're going to be bringing in. We've got some ideas for 
uh, link management and all that. So there's, uh, you know, we've we've definitely got a lot of room to grow and 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 all of that. But uh, you know, we've also got we've we've got what we think is a is a pretty solid uh, link link building application to start with as well. You know, one of the uh, I guess interesting uh, spheres of information you get just sitting in in your position is you can almost map the development of of the web. Uh, you know, links are the sinew that that bind everything together on the web. Over sure. the last two years, how how has that changed? Um, how have linking patterns and the way that webmasters phrase links changed? You know, it's it's interesting that I think I think the the nebulous concept of link building, and I think you know Garrick's done a fantastic job of this. How nebulous and unclear link building was. It was kind of this black box thing that you know, as part of your SEO campaign, I think the first part is that it's becoming a lot more clear how to do link building and, and how to get results from it. I think the second thing, which we actually noticed on our launch day is people are saying, Oh, social is affecting your search results, but nobody's really talking about how other than, you know, you see Twitter results. If you're searching for news and stuff like that on our launch day, we had so much publicity, um, that actually, a, um, I think it was Search Engine Journal, I forget which major publication, their article about our launch, if you searched link building, just link building itself, that was moved all the way to the top of the search results. And so I think what we're going to be looking at, what we're going to be seeing is search engines experimenting with different ways that social is integrated into the results, what that looks like. And then, um, you know, now that, now that, Link building is is a bit more tangible for people. I think uh, I think we're going to see it really integrate a lot more significantly on the social side. Well, how has the rise of social networking and the uh, the sudden power that that Facebook seems to have um, affected Ontola? I'm sorry, say that again. Well, Facebook has you know suddenly acquired this all this perceived power with. Uh, Sure. With social recommendation affecting search results in Bing, and now we're seeing them appear in uh, in Yahoo or in Google News. How has that affected your thinking about um, link building and and the Ontold product? Yeah, so so the the first step that we're taking for uh, for the social side is you know we've we've made it really easy to find blog opportunities, and uh, and there there are definitely some social aspects to uh, the research that we provide. The second thing is that when we when we crawl every single page and we're pulling different contact information, for example, <clears throat> email addresses, contact forms, etc., we're also pulling off Twitter accounts and Facebook accounts so that if you want to build your, your social networks, we're, we're making it really easy to find the Facebook accounts that are mentioned on rock climbing pages or the Twitter accounts that are mentioned on rock climbing pages, for example. And so it, so we're, we're sort of taking this first step and saying, okay, let's make the connections easier. And, uh, and then from there, let's see, let's see how things begin affecting the search results and, and what kind of research we can do for that. Okay. Gentlemen, one of the problems with radio is we are stuck with the tyranny of hard time. We're coming up. To the <laughs> and, um, you know, the, I guess my last question to you guys is, uh, for companies large and small, what's the best way to engage with Ontolo? So we, so I would say two things. The first is if you go to the site, register on the site, that'll give you access to some link building tools. 
onslow.com slash link dash building dash tools. Uh, we've got some great free tools. There's some stuff that you can only get if you're registered. The second is we actually literally, I just got the confirmation email. We just announced uh, free trials. So if you go to the tour page or the plans and pricing page, you can go there, sign up for a free trial and actually test drive it with your own campaigns. If you're a member, a free member, you can also test it with some demo data sets as well um, and, uh, and, and see if it's a good fit for you. Well, Garrett French and Ben Wills from Ontolo.com, thank you so much for spending time with us on Webcology today. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. Friends, stay tuned to WebmasterRadio.fm. A new affiliate marketing insider is coming up. Wade Sisson's guest is Trish Lynn Favre. Uh, she's running ForMeToCoupon.com. I'm following uh, following uh, Insider. We have Vanessa Fox with Office Hours and James Martell. You're listening to Webcology on Webmaster Radio FM. It's Thursday, the 21st of October. It's almost Halloween, friends. Uh, this is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media on behalf of Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEO and uh, the extraordinary Brasco app. Uh, producer at webmasterradio.fm. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you on Webcology next week.